Hello, Word Nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. Uh, there's another TikTok video. I wanted to do something a little demented, and every time I blink, it changes a little bit. The first word in this episode is the second form of demean. And I think I have to move my mouth a lot so it actually moves the mouth. Demean, transitive verb from 1601 to lower in character, status, or reputation. That's similar to what we had yesterday. This visual looks terrible, so we're going to just just going to stop that nonsense. You know, there was like there was weird shapes on my face and other things and I don't want to hear you random people talk. So you should go check out TikTok at @speedjampar if you want to see some silly videos of me talking about words. Oh, sound effect. What we're going to do. I know people won't like this. Uh, let's see. Um, what are we do? What are, what are we doing? The next word is demeanor, with an O R noun from the fifteenth century. Behavior toward others, and then also outward manner. So whatever your behavior towards others is, is your demeanor. Is it? A nice demeanor? Is it a mean demeanor? Is it a confused demeanor? Is it a wacky demeanor? What is your demeanor? What is your outward manner? I hope it's nice. I hope it's nice, but you know, not everybody is, and not everybody needs to be. Sometimes you need to change your demeanor for the uh, what to, for what's appropriate in the situation. You know what I mean. The synonym is the word bearing, B-E-A-R-I-N-G. The next word, I don't even remember the sound effect. No, it was like... The next word is demeanor with an O-U-R. This is the British variation of demeanor without the U, which is the one that we just read. And usually, when we have the British variations of things, it comes before... Because the spelling is usually like an S instead of a Z. But here with the U, it uh, it comes afterwards. The next word. So, I wanted to have a guest for this episode because of the next two words. And unfortunately, we were not able to make it work. It would have been pretty fantastic if we did. But this is the reality of the situation. So... I am going to talk about it myself, and I have some things that I will say. Maybe I will save them for later. We'll see. We'll see how this all goes. So the next word is demented. Adjective from 1632. Number one, the synonyms are mad and insane. Number two, suffering from or exhibiting cognitive dementia and those are quite different. Number one and number two, they're pretty different because, uh, you know, one of these is a much more mm, medical, it's a, it's a medical thing, which is an actual thing that people have to deal with and worry about, and it really, 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 really sucks. This is one of the worst ways that people go. But the other one is a more of a, a fun, a fun way to use these words. Demented, and then of course, dementia is next. Couldn't be more different. Dementedly is an adverb, 
and dementedness is a noun. Uh, let's see. I guess we'll just move on to the next word. Dementia. D-E-M-E-N-T-I-A. And I think, yeah, just that. So, you could also say dementia, if you want to say it that way. Dementia or dementia. Noun from 1806. So, this one was quite a lot later than demented. Number one, a usually progressive condition, as Alzheimer's disease, marked by deteriorated cognitive functioning, often with emotional apathy. And um, so the guest that I was going to have on, don't worry, this will make sense in a second. The guest I was going to have on, I wanted to have Dr. Demento on, who has a very long-running radio show, I think, think it it's mostly streaming these days um so i wanted to have him on for obvious reasons but also i could have equally had on an expert in dementia uh to talk more about this but that's not what happened um but yeah dementia i think a lot of people have probably had to deal with this in some way it is a semi-common thing that happens to pretty old people um it happened to my grandma, and uh, that was that's a hard thing to watch happen. Um, so, you know, Alzheimer's also very similar. I believe Alzheimer's is a type of dementia. I think dementia is kind of the overarching uh, cognitive, uh, deteriorating cognitive thing. And um, yeah, you know, they're, they're studying this stuff. I don't think that they completely know why it happens or how it happens um, or, or what you can do to stop it. I think that there are things that they think might help, like keeping your brain active, your brain and your body active, eating right, drinking water. All those things are not going to hurt and very possibly might help you. So that is a good enough reason in my book to do all those things. Drink all the water, not all the water, don't drink all the water, then you'll die. No, drink water when you're thirsty. Old people actually have to drink more water because they lose their ability to even be aware of when they're thirsty. So you got to make sure the older people are drinking the water. Eat the healthy food, the healthy, healthy food. You know, the fruits, the veggies, the nuts, the legumes, not so much of the meat and dairy. But if you have any of that, have just a tiny little bit and uh, do some exercise, that's really good, and also do brain exercises, so meditation is one, Uh, doing brain problems, games, uh, what what, what crossword puzzles, things like that, do those sorts of things, it's going to keep your brain going. Okay, so that was all the stuff for the progressive condition like Alzheimer's. I don't think we need to say more about that. Number two, the synonyms are madness and insanity. So the synonyms for demented were mad and insane, and the synonyms for dementia are madness and insanity. As in, a fanaticism bordering on dementia. You are so fanatic about a thing, you are almost mad or insane about it. I... I'm a fan of lots and lots of things, but I don't think I'm a fanatic about 
anything. Not to that level. Demential is an adjective. But I do know people who have fanaticism that borders on dementia for lots of things, including funny music, which is how I learned about Dr. Demento in the first place, and he's the one who made funny music as popular as it is these days. Maybe you don't know that it's popular, but in a certain group of people, it is rather popular. So, uh, let's see. I don't know. I'm going to have to... Hmm. Should we save this for later? Sure. Let's all, Let's just save this for later. The next word. <laughs> Dementia precox. This is two words. The second word is P-R-A-E-C-O-X, precox, noun from 1899, and the synonym is schizophrenia, or schizophrenia, however you want to say that word. And this is a new Latin phrase. It literally means premature dementia. So because this is all the way from 1899, and we don't hear this phrase so often, but we do hear schizophrenia, I have to believe that this is an older way to describe the same, the same sort of mental illness. Because I wonder, and I could be totally wrong, I wonder if the idea of this being a premature dementia is not as accurate anymore. Schizophrenia and whatever is entailed in that is probably more accurate, I'm guessing. I will probably have to put a link in the show notes about dementia precox to see if like, okay, yeah, that was what they originally thought it was, but we've learned a lot. So now we call this schizophrenia because it's a little bit different than what you might think of as premature dementia. There's early onset Alzheimer's. Maybe I think that might be different. It's definitely different from schizophrenia. The next word is demerara. That's the first word. Demerara or demerara sugar. Sugar. D-E-M-E-R-A-R-A. Demerara. Noun. From 1848, a coarse, light brown, raw sugar. And I will take some, please. This is from Demerara, which is a river and a region in Guyana. So that's where this light brown, raw sugar comes from. I don't know if I have heard of this sugar specifically. The next word is demerit, or you can say demerit, or demerit, that's pretty much the same thing. This is a noun from the 15th century. Number one is obsolete, and the synonym is offense or offense. No, it's the second word, offense. Offense, you have to emphasize it that way, offense. 2A, a quality that deserves blame or lacks merit. The synonyms are fault and deflect. Nope, nope, there's no L in there. Defect. Fault and defect. That that word, defect, went over to the second line, and so it's sometimes a little hard to read those words. Same with offense. It's uh, two letters on the first line and five letters on the next line. To be, lack of merit. If it doesn't have any merit, 
It's demerit, demerit. Number three, a mark usually entailing a loss of privilege given to an offender. The offender, they did something bad. They did an offense. Offense. They did a bad thing. And uh, and then they get marked with a demerit. Maybe when you get three demerits, you, you strike out. So, let's see. There's a lot of etymology. We're going to go all the way down to, I think this is the Latin verb demerere or demerere, which means to be undeserving of. To be undeserving of. You do not deserve a thing because maybe you did a bad thing, uh, which is from the Latin. Wait. Oh, that was Middle Latin. Now we're back to Latin. Maybe it's the same word, demerere, and that means to earn. Hmm. So does that mean you can earn the demerit? Maybe? That is from de plus merere, which means to merit. And then de makes it kind of the opposite. That's it for demerit. That's it for demerit. Next word is demerol or demerol. Demerol, demerol, capital D. That's what it's got. This is a trademark. And it is used for meperidine or meperidine or meperidine, 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 meperidine. Any of those ways is fine. It's some some sort of drug, I think. The next word is demersal. Demersal. D E M E R S A L. Adjective from 1889. Living near, deposited on, or sinking to the bottom of the sea. As in, demersal fish eggs. That's what they do. They live near the bottom of the sea, they are deposited on the bottom of the sea, or they sink to the bottom of the sea. Possibly all three. Maybe not. Maybe just two. Hmm. The etymology says this is from the Latin verb demergere, demergere, and that means to sink. And that is from de plus mergere, which means to dip or sink. And then uh, they added the E and the all, and there's more at the word merge. Interesting. Merge. How is merge related to sinking? That's interesting. Is it interesting? I don't know. I just think, I just say it is. Okay, so uh, yeah, that's an interesting word. Never heard of that before. Living near the bottom, it's all, it's all about the bottom of the sea. If it's related to the bottom of the sea somehow, it's probably demersal. The next word is domain or demean. This is spelled D-E-M-E-S-N-E. Domain, demean. Noun from the 14th century. One, legal possession of land as one's own. You own it, you got it legally. Number two. Manorial land, like a like a manor, you can put a manor there, manorial land, actually possessed by the Lord and not held by tenants. The Lord's got it, the tenants don't. 
that's what it's it's the one who owns it is the one who owns it 3a the land attached to a mansion is domain it's domain the mansion i don't know so uh all so there's a mansion and then it's sitting on a plot of land and maybe it goes out for acres and acres around i don't know maybe so all of that land would be the domain oh Oh, we're going to get to something similar. So, 3B, the uh, landed property. Landed property is 3B. The synonym is estate. So, yeah, an estate is going to be the house and the land and all the stuff on the property. 3C, the synonym is the number two definition for the word region or the synonym territory. It's all, this whole thing is about land and owning stuff. Number four is the number two definition for the word realm, R-E-A-L-M, and also domain. This is similar to demean or domain is sound similar to domain, which is, of course, all about the things that you own, the, the space that you own. Okay, so what does the etymology say? Uh, not much, but it does say that there is more at the word domain. So yeah, we basically just use domain here in American English instead of domain or demean, which is spelled very differently. Similar idea. Good to know. Good to know this other word. I'm very pleased. The next word is demeter. Capital D-E-M-E-T-E-R. Noun from 1835. The Greek goddess of agriculture. And it's as compared to the word Ceres, C-E-R-E-S, which I think, is that the Roman name for the goddess of agriculture? Possibly. I think it might be. I know just a tiny little bit of all this stuff. Demeter. Maybe we'll put a link in the show notes so you can learn more about Demeter. The next word is demethylate. Demethylate. This is a transitive verb from 1926. To remove a methyl group from. And you are removing it from possibly, probably, more than likely, a chemical compound demethylization no demethylation demethylation is a noun the next word is demi this is a prefix d-e-m-i and there's no year number one it just means half as in the example demi semi quaver is that it uh, let's see. Is that going to be in here? I'm looking ahead. Demi, demi, semi quaver. Yep, that's the word. Okay, we'll learn about that tomorrow. Uh, in the next episode, I should say, because it might not be tomorrow for you. It could be today. It could be yesterday. So just half. Half of a thing, you could put the demi prefix in front of it to make it half. Number two, one that partly belongs to. Two. One that partly belongs to, 
And then what is the thing that you might be belonging to? It is a specified type or class, as in demigod. So you partly belong to the class of gods if you are a demigod. Who's a demigod? Is Hercules a demigod? I feel like, is he like half or something? Which, again, like that brings into the, uh, the number one definition, just half. Okay, etymology. This is from Latin dimidius, which is from dis plus medius, which means mid. And there's more of the word mid. So yeah, it's just like partly, partly this. A liger is a demi-tiger, demi-lion. You just combine it. Maybe that wasn't the best example. The next word. It is demi-glass. Now, this is two words that we still have the demi-prefix, but there's a hyphen after that, and then glass is spelled G-L-A-C-E. I would maybe want to say gloss, but it says glass. Noun. From 1900, a highly concentrated reduced brown sauce often used as a base for other sauces. This is a French phrase, and it means half cooking stock. So there's the half thing. We're using demi as half here, but it literally means half ice. Now, I don't know why they use ice here. It's a brown sauce. A brown sauce is not ice. Last time I checked. Demi-glass, demi-glass. The next word. It is demigod. Here's that word. D-E-M-I-G-O-D. Noun from 1530. Number one. A mythological being with more power than a mortal, but less than a god. So they clearly have to be some level of God to have some power from a God as a God, the Greeks. There's a lot of, lot of Greek demigods, I think. But they do have more power than a mortal. Oh, those silly mortals, they don't have powers. Ha 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 ha. Number two, a person so outstanding as to seem to approach the divine. Whoa, that, that's very outstanding. That's, how did somebody get to that level? Well, they probably have a lot of skill in something. As in, the demigods of jazz. Lots of, lots of jazz players would be considered the demigods of jazz. There's Charlie Parker and Thelonious Monk and Duke Ellington and so many more that I cannot even think of, but I know that their names are in my brain. They are. There's so many out there. The demigods of jazz. The next word. Here. It's here. You didn't think it would be. Maybe you did. Demigoddess. Good thing it's here. Noun from 1603. A female demigod. That's it. So you could be a female mythological being with more power than a mortal but less than a god, or a female person so outstanding as to seem to approach the divine. Demi-goddess of jazz. Oh, 
well, we probably got, you. I think we could probably put Aretha in there and what, Billie Holiday and again, a lot of other people I can't think of at the moment, but they're there in the brain. And a lot that I don't know about and I should. We have one more word for this episode. Bleep, 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 bleep. It is Demijohn, D-E-M-I-J-O-H-N. What I really want this to be is just a half toilet. I think that would be great, a Demijohn. Mm, not sure I want to use a half toilet, but that would just be kind of funny. So, it is a noun from 1769, a large, narrow-necked bottle usually enclosed in wickerwork. Wickerwork. Um, it, this says, it is by folk etymology. It is from the French... How do you say this? Domjean? Maybe that's it. Domjean, which literally means Lady Jane. So, what did they do to make this Demi John? You change Jane to John. So, we changed the name altogether. I don't understand what, what happened there. Um, there's a picture of a demijohn. It uh, looks like a large, narrow-necked bottle enclosed in wickerwork. It's uh, it's basically like a, a a basket has been woven around the bottle. Not sure why they do that. Maybe it's to help insulate it in some way. But it's a demijohn, or maybe we should say a Lady Jane, or maybe we should say Domjean, if that's how the French say it. Yeah, that's a funny name. Demijohn. I mean, Lady Jane doesn't make any more sense to me. I don't know. Why? Why Lady Jane? I think we now have to reread the word so we can come up with the word of the episode. Demean, demeanor, demeanor, demented, dementia, dementia precox, demerara sugar, demerit, demeral, demersal, demain, demeter, Demethylate, de, demethylate, demi, demiglass, demigod, demigoddess, demijohn. I have to pick demented as the word of the episode because sometimes I think I feel a little demented, and you probably do too. So I'm going to tell some stories now, and you get to listen to them before we even get to the song. I don't know what the song's going to be, but we'll see. Um, okay, so let's see. We, I recently mentioned that uh, I got the cassette tapes of the 20th anniversary of the Dr. Demento collection that may have been the first time I heard about him. And then later, uh, yeah, so there, I mean, I think I got it because there was one or two Weird Al songs on there who I was already a fan of. And then I got to learn about all of these new silly, silly songs like, oh, I'm trying to think of ones that were on there. Oh, God, they're coming to take me away. The Existential Blues, Dead Puppies. It's just so many classics. So many classics. Um, I did end up getting the 25th anniversary collection and the 30th anniversary collection. And in high school, we met some people who had a bunch of cassette tapes that they had recorded from the actual Dr. Demento show. So I borrowed some, and I listened to them so much. I think the one 
oh, there was some, there was the one about the large orange drink, and it was a guy telling the story about a football game, but he didn't know what football was, so he described everything very silly. That one was classic. Um, but then there was also the, uh, the the Turdy Point book, and I listened to that one so many times. I had that whole song memorized. An Uzi Razor later, triple barrel shot. I don't know. I don't remember it anymore. Um, so yeah, listen to those. I think I only listened to the show live a couple of times, but it just didn't fit into my life. And so it was more about the, the collections and the cassettes and stuff like that. Um, oh, the Purple People Eater, the uh, Beep Beep, I Could Go On, They'll Come to Me. These are just other ones from the, the collections. There's so many. And uh, let's see. I don't know. I would just listen to these a lot. And uh, just getting older and meeting other people, I've been able to connect with a lot of people but in that world. So, for instance, I had Dave and Ethan of Dave, Dave and Ethan's Weird Al podcast on the show. Uh, they have, a obviously, a Weird Al podcast. And Weird Al got his start on Dr. Demento. Like, he just blew up on Dr. Demento in like 78, 79. And, oh, I'm just sort of rambling, but I know that there's other stories. So, fast forward. Oh, first, I have to mention. Well, no, maybe I'll, I'll do it this way. Um, fast forward to, oh, I don't know what year it was. Maybe 2014, 2016, maybe somewhere around there was the very first Fump Fest. So there's a group of people called the Fump, which is the Funny Music Project. And I believe every year or so, they release an album with a whole bunch of funny songs that they make. And they've had their songs featured on the Dr. Demento show a lot. And uh, so I went to the first one with my dad. I, I took my dad, I convinced somebody to go with me, and uh, because I wanted to see what it was all about, and their special guest was Dr. Demento. So that was really cool. And uh, he did a Q&A, and at the time, they were making a Dr. Demento documentary, which I think is not happening anymore. I don't know about the details. But I got to meet him, and that was great, and I got a picture with him. And then, last year, 2021, I think, I went to another Fump Fest, uh, hadn't been for a little bit, and I think because of the pandemic, they hadn't done it. And again, Dr. Demento was the special guest. But this time, he did a whole sort of presentation one night about his career and how he got started. And he talked about, uh, you know, he would play examples, either audio or video, of certain songs that are that were sort of representative of different eras and, oh, Fish Heads, I mean, geez, that's like the classic, silly, ridiculous song. And um, at a certain point, he got to um, he got to one time period, maybe like the late 80s, early 90s, and he mentioned a, uh, a, a Canadian comedy sketch group, which came out with a silly, a silly sketch called Bulbous Bouffant, and... He said, here is now a fan-made video of, of Bulbous Bouffant, and my video started to play. I had made this video in 2006 in college as an independent study. I mentioned this back when we had Bulbous and Bouffant in the, this podcast, and I just quickly blurted out, 
this is my video. <laughs> I didn't know what else to say. I was like, I don't know. That's pretty cool. Dr. Demento is playing my video. Anyway, um, so I'm sure that there are other stories, but um, he he has he's had a huge influence on very silly people out there in the world. And, uh, you know, we, if you don't know about him, go look him up. You can find tons and tons and tons of songs that have been played on his show and things that he's done. And it's, it's just insane what, uh, what sort of effect he's had on people who like that type of music. I hope you like it. If you don't, go listen to some and you will probably find some that you like. There's some good ones. So, you know, I think uh, the song for the word demented is just going to be something like, let's all get demented. That's part of a whole longer song, but that's all you need. Is, is there, are there other things to say? Probably. I don't know. Maybe I will say them somewhere else. Okay. Dr. Demento, I hope you're doing well. Go check out his stuff. This is the end of the episode. Sorry for all the blabbering, but this is the time to talk about it. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye!